0: Welcome to the Zico Health Show. This is Weight Management Expert Narado Zico Powell. Here we discuss fitness, nutrition, gut health, alternative medicine, and anything else that impacts your health and fitness. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Zika Health Show. This is Weight Management Expert Narado Zico Powell. And as always, I am glad that you're joining me today. Because in today's episode, I'm going to talk about joint pain. Yeah, those achy joints. See, I thought about this episode well, because we're coming into colder months, right? And our joints start to stiffen and they start to hurt. So in today's show, I'm going to explain why we experience joint pain why it tends to be worse in colder months, the role that nutrition plays in improving joint pain and other habits that we need to relieve those achy joints. So get ready for this one. This is such an important topic because really it's experienced by so many. At most of us at some point in our life, especially we live in colder climates, right? But don't fear, Zico is here. So by the end of this episode, you're going to learn how to continue to crush your results while relieving those achy joints. But before I get into today's episode, let me quickly read today's Apple Podcast Review of the Week. This is titled, this is from david 32 Love, love, that's the title with four hearts. I'm so happy I found this podcast. My first listen was just last night, and I'm hooked. I listen to so many different podcasts, but this podcast is at the top of my list. David, thank you so much. You are awesome. And trust me, if anyone get good quality content out of this or any of my episodes, go to Apple. Rachel by Boy, Five stars, leave a comment. Let the world know that this show, The Zika Health Show, is awesome because this is why I do it every time I'm reminded of someone that I've touched and someone that I've helped or I've helped to spread knowledge. It reminds me of why I'm so passionate about my everything that I do, my training the Nutrition, the Zika Health Show, the Zika Health App, and so on and so forth. Now, normally at this point, I read the article of the week, but I'm going to try something a little different. I'm going to get into the episode, and at the end of the episode, I'm going to read the article of the week. And if that's successful, we're going to keep that same mojo going. So with that being said, let's talk about joint pain. See, we need to start off by understanding the reason behind it, right? So not the pain is, is the symptom, but I want to talk about the illness. So the first thing I want to talk about here is why do we experience joint pain? See, there's an article in L- LCR Health, and it explains this very well. And by the way, all articles I mentioned will be in the show notes, slash joint pain. But this is a really good and very thorough article. And I'm going to list, it lists about seven common causes of joint pain. It 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 lists spondylitis, osteoporosis, rheumatoid arthritis, bone infection, bursitis, fibromyalgia. And sprains and sprains and strains, which is probably more for common with those, right? Especially if you're a child you used to like I was a rowdy kid, so I would always run around and play with my brothers and I had sprains and strains all the freaking time. I have sprains and strains now. I played soccer for three hours yesterday. No, but seriously, I don't have pains and strains. Maybe some pains, but I don't know about strains. But guess what all these have in common? Oh, by the way, earlier I was saying sprains and strains, not pains. Just a a heads up. Anyway, um, guess what all these have in common? Excess inflammation. Not just inflammation, but excess. That word I always say, right? Inflammation by itself is not bad, but excess. And we tend to miss that pain is a symptom, a symptom of excess inflammation. In addition to that, many experts, they state the issues mentioned above also related to autoimmune conditions, which of course is connected to excess inflammation and poor gut health. You hear that? There's a connection there. In fact, that is why when we continue to take pills to deal with our pain, we have to continue taking more and more. Or, increasing the strength. You know, we start off with the regular strength, then we move to the extra strength, and then the maximum strength. You know, the maximal allowable human dosage. So basically, what we're telling the scientists is, figure out what's going to kill me, then just back it off a little bit. So yeah, because we're addressing the pain, we're addressing the sickness, I'm sorry, we're addressing the symptom, how we feel, trying to get rid of that, but not the underlying symptom. So, let's talk about the sickness. Inflammation. See, as we get deeper in this episode, we will get into ways to reduce inflammation related to joint pain. But for now, and by the way, inflammation itself is not even the sickness. It's excess inflammation, and the things that we do is what's causing the sickness. But towards the end of this episode, I'm going to explain how we can actually lower inflammation to lower our joint pain. The second thing I want to talk about here is why it tends to get worse in colder times. See, it's no secret that we know we experience stiff and achy joints in colder weather, right? And colder weather means tighter, more constricted muscles. Low temperatures may also make your joints feel stiffer and more sensitive to pain and by increasing viscosity or thickness of the synovial fluid. And if you're not familiar with the synovial fluid, it's basically a joint fluid, which is a thick liquid which basically located around your joints. So it helps to lubricate your joints. And it helps to lubricate so your joints can slide well among each other. Think of it as grease, basically. And of course, it's found in all joints in your body. But as we age our amount of synovial fluid that we create actually does decrease. And as a result, your joint movement becomes stiff. Now, there's another article featured an expert insight from uh, Dr. Brian McNally. He's an associate professor in the Department of Emergency Medicine at Emory and Dr. Michael B. Gostrock, who is a surgeon specialized in upper extremity at the Emory Sports Medical Clinic. See, he indicates that pain receptors, and so now I'm getting into the colder time now. Pain receptors, especially in your hands and feet, are especially sensitive to extremely cold weather, which makes joint pain more pronounced in winter climates. As your blood flow to your core tends to warm, your hands and feet, especially your fingers and toes, may feel colder and much more sore. So if you're already experiencing joint pain before the colder months because of excess aging, and we, I've talked about that in my earlier episode, how to slow down the process of aging, excess inflammation. When you get into the colder months, whew, you're talking about more inflammation, you're talking about combine that with your thick snow fluid, it's no secret that you're going to experience more pain, pain in movement. And that's why health and fitness is not a just a certain time of the year deal. It's, it, you have to maintain and take care of yourself all year round. And one of the reasons to do that is to prepare yourself For harsher climates, prepare yourself for harsher months. I was on Instagram uh, yesterday, and I can't remember her name, but uh, I watched her video. And actually, yeah, it's from Dr. Ashley Lucas, who's going to be on the next episode, the episode after this, Dr. Ashley Lucas. So please get ready for that episode. She is a sports nutritionist. She's a registered dietitian, and the interview with her was awesome, and I'm going to release it next week, so right after this episode. And Dr. Lucas, she specializes in weight loss. And she also mentioned that for every pound of body fat we have, there's about five pounds of pressure that we put on our spine. Think about that. For every pound of body fat we have, about five pounds of pressure, extra pressure is then put on our spine. So you combine that with the fact of you're going, we're going into colder months and you're setting yourself up for danger. And this is the weight management show, right? So again, I'm combining, I'm talking about the important role that weight management plays in relieving your joint pain. So again, if... That episode gonna be next week. We're gonna get. We're gonna talk about so many different things, nutritional wise, gut wise, health wise, weight management wise. You do not want to miss that episode. But this week, we're gonna talk about ways that you can improve your joint pain. Let's talk about nutrition. I'm going to start this right here by painting you a picture. Let's go back to the dawn of time. And I'm going to show you, because I've said this many times that nature is very intelligent. I'm going to show you and explain to you how intelligent nature really is. And I'm not even going to scratch the surface because I'm sure it's way more intelligent than my puny brain can even imagine. But in the dawn of time, Long, long time ago, before we had refrigerators, microwave ovens, and fast food. My parents used to say when the devil was a boy. So let's imagine you live back in the AD in the summer months. What food do you think you would have access to mostly? Now, anyone that lives on an island you are kind of cheating a little bit. Because if you live on an island, like I'm from Jamaica, my listeners know this by now. We know that all foods have their seasons. Now, we don't really have cold months. But here, the same foods are available all year round, right? But many moons ago, when we ate locally and seasonally, in warmer climates, you would realize that fruits grew more especially sugar fruits like sugary fruits I should say see most sugary fruits can't really grow in cold weather because we should not eat them in cold weather do you see how important uh, how intelligent nature is it is telling you what you're supposed to eat that's how we think fruits are bad no fruits are not bad we have to eat in season because they're designed a lot of the fruits, for example, like pineapples are that are designed, they're more sugary. But not only are they more sugary, but they help us to combat sun damage. And the sun is more potent in those times, right? So they grow in season. And we tend to have more access to them. And they also help us to combat whatever a body needs to combat at that time. However, however, like I said, eating the right foods in the warmer months can be your natural sunblock. I'm not telling anybody else not to do this, but I don't wear a sunblock. I'm not telling anybody else not to do so, but I don't because of my diet, and my diet is my natural sunblock. Now if I'm be out in the sun for six eight hours i'm never out of the sun that long anyway i play soccer for a couple of hours as long as i'm usually out there and i'm a lighter skinned person i'm not very dark but my diet sets me up but this is the other side of the picture i want to paint to you see fish and plants actually are better at surviving cold climates and fish primarily wild caught fish are rich in what omega 3s and so are most plants that can survive the colder climates now remember omega 3s are what anti inflammatory Going back to inflammation, right? Omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. And in addition to that, anything that's anti-inflammatory reduce, helps to fight, combat, reduce oxidative stress and slow down the process of aging. So when I talk to people and they say to me, wait till you get to my age. And they ask me my age and I say, oh, I'm 38. And they look at me like, wow, you're, you're 38? My diet and my lifestyle helps me to slow down the process of aging. I don't feel the same pains and groans as somebody who is my age or even younger than me. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to happen in the future, but I'm not going to sit here and say, well, wait till you're my age and this is going to happen. No, I fix what I can fix when I can fix it. Now, if I walk outside, I get hit by a bus. That's not my problem. No, that's not my problem, but there's nothing I can really do about that unless if I didn't look two ways before I cross the street or something. But... As far as my lifestyle, my diet, that's within my control. And I'm not going to live my life planning for when I'm going to get ill. Or, or I'm living my life setting myself up so I can hold that off, set that off as long as I possibly can. And like I always say with my brothers, making myself hard to kill. And that tidbit here, you can eat real nuts like walnuts almonds, pistachios, and so on. Not peanuts and cashews, because those are not nuts. They're legumes and fruits. Not saying they're bad, but you eat those more sparingly. But those are also richer in omega-3s, which are anti-inflammatory. Do you see the trend there? And one other tip here, you want to minimize, if not even eliminate dairy and red meat this time of year. See, the moral of the story is you need to eat in a way to get more omega-3s to lower inflammation in your joints. And you can also supplement with fish oil. I take fish oil every day, even if I eat fish that day. I take fish oil, cod liver oil. And especially this time of year, I'm a lot more diligent. Because that's another way to get that healing anti-inflammatory omega-3 into your diet. You can also use oils like avocado, olive, coconut oil. And it goes without saying, but you want to avoid seed oils like like vegetable oils and canola. And by the way, vegetable oils, if the name is so misleading, it's not, it's, they're not made from vegetables. They're made from seeds. I don't even know how legally they were able to call it vegetable oil. You can also use more turmeric and ginger into your diet. These herbs are great for healing. A turmeric tea is great while keeping you warm. I actually have a turmeric and I also have a turmeric ginger tea. And I drink those on different days, depending on what I have to taste for. And something else I want to talk about be anti inflammatory here too very high sugar. We know how it damages your gut and creates more inflammation. That's not what you want, especially at this time of year. Another reason why we need to eat good sources of healing fat for our bodies. Lastly, because of course we know it's not just about nutrition, there are habits that we need to have to relieve those achy joints. So I'm going to list some of these out for you. First, a sauna practice, preferably a red light sauna. If you do not have access to a gym with a sauna, there are some saunas you can buy from Amazon, probably like $100, $120. I mean, Prime Day is coming up. So, you know, you can work on that or, you know, try to get a good deal. But they're not very large, they don't cost too much. Now, red light saunas may cost a little bit more. I actually don't think I've seen a red light sauna on Amazon, Um, but they're more healing than regular saunas. And it gives you the benefits of saunas plus the healing of red light, which we've talked about before in my previous episodes. I don't think I have a full episode on red light, so I'm eventually going to go there and put an episode out probably in January or so on red light therapy. But get, being in a sauna and sweating does great things and is a natural way to detox your body. That's something else Dr. Axley Lewis, and I talked about. Your skin is your largest detox organ. There's no better way to detox than sweating. Your body gives you the ability to detox. You don't have to buy expensive teas. Not saying that teas are bad, but you have a natural way to detox, which is sweating. The next thing is watch your posture. Yeah, sit up straight. Remember, My parents used to tell me all the time, sit up straight. See, bad exposure puts stress on your lower back and joints especially if you carry excess weight. And it goes back to what Dr. Lucas talked about. If you carry that extra five pounds of um, pressure on your on your joints, by not sitting up properly, you're putting more pressure on your lower back and joints. And they can only maintain so much, especially when they're stiff already. So yeah, sit up straight, stand up straight, and try to lose some weight. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't intending to say that, but it kind of, it, it, it rhymed a little bit, right? Yeah, there we go. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that going forward. Sit up straight, stand up straight, and try to lose some weight. There we go. And then thirdly here, if you work at a desk, and this is very common for desk workers because I used to have this problem, make sure to always tie, uh, like type with your arm or elbow resting on a surface. So never keep your arms up in the air. What I mean is when you're typing, a lot of times we rest our wrists on the desk, but our elbows are like flaming in the ear. That tends to lead to joint pain as well, especially in our elbow region. And it stiffens our our arm muscles too. So we don't want to need that because it's constantly under pressure. So never keep your elbows up in the air. You want your arms to be completely rested on something. And if you work in an office, and especially if you, you know, there's some offices that pay for this now, try to get an ergonomic setup. Mouse, keyboard, and chair. Tell you, this work like gangbusters. And again, I said a lot of companies pay for this. so you can get them to pay for it, even better. Talk to the HR department, let them know what you need. Or talk to your manager, your boss, whoever. Try to get an ergonomic setup, and the last thing I'm gonna say here is move, move, move. See staying in one spot for too long will continue to stiffen your achy joints. so get up at least once every hour and generate some heat even if it's just for a couple minutes. Oh, and I forgot to add the the other the other way to generate heat in your joints. You can wear elbow sleeves, especially while training. Copperfit compression sleeves come to mind. Um, I really consider them to be the best compression sleeves on the market. But wearing compression sleeves, keeping it warm, because then you're combating the cold, and the cold is making your joints stiff. Keeping it warm can really make a difference. Now, I want to finish off by saying that there are times when you're going to need to see a PT, right? A, um, a physical therapist. There are times you're going to need to see a doctor. So I'm not saying to, to just not you know see a pro- medical professional if you don't need to. But for the general public, these tips right here can make a huge difference. And you start to feel it. And then you're going to say, man, that Narrado or, or Zico, whatever you'll call me. I prefer Zico, but, you know. say, so yeah, that Zico. He sure doesn't know what he's talking about. So here we go. Those are the tips of the day. Now, I want you to stick around for the article of the week because I have a good one for you. See, this article was published in the International Journal of Obesity and it outlines the connection between proper nutrition, exercise, and weight loss. See, the objective of this research is to determine therapeutic effectiveness of diet, exercise, and, um, well, actually, in exercise plus diet. For weight loss and obesity. I lost my track there for a second. So the effectiveness of diet, exercise, and then the combination of diet and exercise for weight loss and obese obesity. See, I like this study because it really narrows down a few things and it takes into consideration all human experience. I'm sorry, all human research that's reported in English, published in peer-reviewed scientific journals within the last 25 years. Now, it's important to know here that. Only aerobic exercise studies were included, like drug, hormone, surgical treatments were excluded. And the link, of course, to the study will be available at ukhealth.com/jointpain. But here are the findings. See weight loss research over the last 25 years, and it's from the article, and it said have been narrowly focused on middle-aged population that's moderately obese, while the interventions lasted for only short periods of time. See, this data here shows, however, that a 15-week diet or diet plus exercise program produces a weight loss of about 11 kilograms with 0.5 to 0.8 grams, you know, um, kilograms maintained loss after a year, respectively. So they continue to lose weight as they go along. And, of course, the numbers look different for each person. And it's important to say here that the article didn't just say nutri- said nutrition it says exercise, but it never said exercise by itself because it also gives you the nutrition and the exercise. Shows you the importance of nutrition and exercise. And even if you can't exercise as much, shows the importance of nutrition. But then I want to ask, are you then surprised by the initial weight loss and then it tinders off? Have you been listening to me? If you have, you shouldn't be. See, In my episode on weight loss and carbs, I explained the science behind it. And if you haven't, go back and listen to that episode. Because again, even though this study primarily focuses on aerobic exercise, I have to say that building lean muscle can help you to burn more fat in the long run. In fact, when you're only focusing on aerobic exercise, you're more likely to plateau and stay there longer. See, I have countless episodes explaining this. You need to have a balance protocol, and building lean muscle, reducing body fat, improving the health of your metabolism, and your gut—these all play a role in getting you to your results. Keep this mind. I'll oh, show Keep this mind. Yeah, keep this mind. Keep this in mind as you go through the week. I hope every time you think about eating something you're not supposed to eat, you hear my voice nagging at you in the background. And thank you for listening to the Zika Health Show. Follow my IG at Zika Health for daily weight management and nutrition guidance. Stay awesome, fam. Thanks for listening to the Zico Health Show. If you got good quality content out of this episode, save, subscribe, and share it out there with family, friends, coworkers, or anybody who needs to hear this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.